Tonight, we want to learn a few things from God's word. It is always a blessing to be at teaching services. And because Jesus was a great teacher. And the Bible says there was a day that he preached and he taught the word. And the power of God was present to heal. So tonight, we want to believe God for a mighty move of God in the name of Jesus as we hear God's word. Cast out demons is the title of my message. Cast out demons is the title of my message. And I want us to speak about this because sometimes, you know, believers, there are two things that happen. Either we become complacent and then we come to the point where we think that things like demons and mentioning demons or teaching about demons or teaching about such things is below you or it is no longer something that needs to be talked about or that it is you know something that is not necessary or that we have become too advanced now and that this is no longer necessary or we are trying to empower the devil because we are talking about demons but you see Jesus introduced us to demons the doctrine of demons and mentioned them when he gave us the commandment to go and preach the gospel, the next thing that he said after saying we should preach the gospel was to cast out demons. And when he came on earth, we saw that he also cast out demons. And throughout the scriptures, we are also told that we are in a state of warfare. And so it is very important that you don't become naive in warfare you need to know about the enemy it's not to glorify satan it's not to magnify demon power no but we need to teach believers to recognize and understand that such entities exist and these are powers of darkness these are spirit beings these are disembodied beings that come in to fight the counsel of god fight the purposes of god and fight believers and fight humans and so it's important that we get to understand these things remember i always say our faith is a faith and so you must believe in something that is just not physical the bible says in hebrews eleven three 3 that the things we see they were not made of things that do appear that suggests that things that we see on earth actually have their origins in the spirit world which is which is not very visible to the human eye it takes the spirit of god to reveal that satan exists and demons exist and the scripture tells us that it is the ministry of the believer to cast demons out. Now, please come with me to Mark 16, Mark chapter 16, verse 15 to 20. The first thing we want to let you understand is that it, is a, it was a command of Christ that we must cast out demons. And it was also classified as one of the signs that must follow every believer. So if you are a believer, you must cast out demons. Because it is, God's, it is Christ's instruction and it is also a sign that will follow every believer. Every believer. So it's a sign that must follow every believer. It is a type of ministry and it must be carried out with passion. We've got different kinds of ministries casting demons out every believer this is a sign that must follow believers it is not only pastors that must cast demons out it is the christian that must cast demons out mark 16 15 to 20 the scripture says and jesus 
said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believes not shall be condemned. And these signs shall follow those who believe. Do I have believers in the house? These signs shall follow those who believe. In my name, they shall cast out demons. Can you imagine that Jesus rises from the dead? And when he was about to leave the earth, he gave instructions to his followers, his disciples. And that is applicable to us today. If demon casting has stopped, then going into the world has also stopped. If that hasn't stopped, then all the others that follow it must be going on at the moment. They have not ceased. They are there and it is the duty of believers to do so. And our church, our mission is to raise Christians who know their place in God, who can stand on their own in the word of God and work for God and deal with the powers of darkness and apply the word of God in every area of their life. And that is why it is important that believers are well taught on the existence of demons and how to cast them out. I may not be able to finish it today, but we will continue another time. But I want you to know Jesus said, go into the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. He that believes not shall be condemned. And then he goes on to say, this is a sign that will follow all those who believe. Number one, in my name, they will cast out demons. It tells you that the major enemy to the advancement of the gospel would be demons. And demons are satanic spirits. They are spirits that work with Satan. They work under Satan. They are disembodied. That means they don't have a body like we have. They are spirits that don't have bodies. That is why they can possess things and possess people. They need your body to move in so they can work. They need another body to work in so they can work in animals and work in humans or work in objects that they are put into. So demons are disembodied spirits and they are real and they can speak they can hear they are strong they are they carry some power and they can disrupt activities on the earth and they can they work towards blocking God's agenda and God's plan for Jesus to say this is the first sign that must follow every every believer in my name they shall cast out demons and the Bible said, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, the sick will recover. These are all signs that will follow. And then the Lord having spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God the Father. And then the Bible says in verse 20, that the disciples decided to go away, believing Jesus. And the Bible says they went forth and preached everywhere. With the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. So Jesus told us to go and work for him, which is the primary duty of every believer. And we are told that an extension of that ministry, that ministry involves casting demons out. And it is a function and ministry of every believer. Every believer must be able to cast demons out. You can't be born again and be there for a while. And you don't know how to cast demons out. 
or you don't even know how to recognize demonic activity. It's not to make the devil big. We are not magnifying him, but we need to teach you so that you know how to cast demons out. But first of all, sometimes when these things are mentioned, people ask, but where is it in the Bible? Is it a figment of people's imagination? Let's follow Jesus whom we say we believe in. He said we should cast out demons. Now let's follow him exactly how he did it. And then we see that, number one, Jesus cast demons out. We will also follow the teaching to, to see that the apostles also cast demons out. And then we have some Christians in the Bible who were not apostles, but they also cast demons out. And then we see that it is a sign that must follow every believer. May you wake up to know that you can cast demons out. In the name of Jesus, it is your job description and your duty as a believer. First of all, who are demons? As I said, they are disembodied beings. They are disembodied beings. Persons without bodies, but they exist. Sometimes they are called evil spirits in the scriptures. In the old King James, they are called devils, but there's only one devil, and that is Satan. That is Satan. Satan is a being. He's a falling angel. So he is not disembodied. He has his body. But he has demons. They are disembodied as well. And so there are not many devils. There's only one devil. And then he has demons. And these demons, they are sometimes called evil spirits. Now, they affect Satan's agenda. And they are responsible for evil occurrences and affliction. And anything that is opposite God's agenda, they are responsible for that. They can possess people and places. They can possess human beings. And human beings that have demons in them or use demons as their powers to operate are called satanic agents. Like occultists, witches, wizards, magicians, all kinds of occultic, the word occult means secret, satanic operations in darkness. These all use demonic spirits to operate. And the whole agenda is to frustrate the purposes of God for the earth and for the people of God. And every agenda that God has for his people, this is the theme that works to oppose it. I just want you to understand that demons are real. And let's follow Jesus and then later on we come. But let's look at a few characteristics of demons before I come to follow Jesus. Number one, demons can speak. As I said, Mark chapter 5, verse 6 to 9. The Bible says, and when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried out with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with you, Jesus, you son of the most high God? I adjure you, then Jesus, I, then he said, I adjure you by God that you don't torment me. Now, it wasn't the man that is speaking. It was the demon in the man who was speaking and was addressing Jesus and saying, don't torment me. He was there and he's saying, don't torment me. So demons can speak. For he said, for Jesus had said to him, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. So sometimes they are called unclean spirits. There are times they are called evil spirits. It refers to the same group of of spirits called demons and then Jesus asked him what is your name and he answered and said my name is legion for we are many 
So here we see a demon speaks. He even said, we are many. Quite a lot of them can be in one person. In this case, when we read to the end of the scripture, we find out there were about 2,000 of them inside a man. And they were cast out. Legion means thousands, about 2,000 or 3,000. A group of 2,000 or 3,000, that's a legion. And these all were in one man. So demons can stay in a person and they can use that person to cause trouble or they can also mess up someone's life that way. In Mark chapter 1 verse 23 to 26, again we said demons can speak. They can speak. Mark 1 23 to 26. And in there, in their synagogue, there was a man with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, saying, so they can say things, leave us alone. What have we to do with you, you Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, hold your peace and come out of him. Jesus rebuked the demon. Now, the word rebuke is a verb. It described something Jesus did. So, you don't see a demon and say, I rebuke you, I rebuke you. No, that's not the right way. Rebuke is referring to an action. It's a doing word. So, what did Jesus do? Jesus rebuked him by saying, hold your peace and come out of him. What Jesus said was the rebuke, but not to use the word rebuke. If you find a demon-possessed person and you stand before that person and keep on shouting, I rebuke you, I rebuke you. It's equivalent to standing before someone and say, I insult you, I insult you. You have to use a certain word, then it can be described as an insult. So this I rebuke you should not be used by Christians who understand what they are doing. Use the word, command the demon to come out, then you have rebuke it to keep quiet and to get out. That action can be described as a rebuke and then you command the thing to leave. So Jesus rebuked and said, hold your peace and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had thrown him down and torn him, he cried with a loud voice and he came out of him. So you see, he came out of him. Nobody could see him because they are disembodied, but they are spirits. They don't have a physical body, but they are spirits. And this group of powers of darkness, satanic spirits, Jesus said, when you go and preach the gospel, you must cast them out. That means you will meet them on the way. That means they might be possessing people that you need to cast out to bring healing. They cause a whole lot of trouble. They cause sicknesses and infirmities and troubles on the face of the earth. Jesus said to us to cast them out. And he introduced us to them that number one, they can speak. Number two, they can lie. I don't even use the word they can lie. They lie. Okay. John chapter 8 verse 44. John 8 44. Jesus said you are of your father the devil. And his works you will do. For he was a liar from the beginning. He was a liar from the beginning. And so the Bible says that Satan is a liar. And so are all his demons. They can lie. That is why when you are dealing with demons, you need to be spiritually alert. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. 
carrying the gifts of the spirit, especially the gift of descending of spirits, so that you can discern correctly and not just believe whatever they say because they can lie. Demons can lie. Number three, they have doctrines. Demons have doctrines. A doctrine is a teaching. They, they inspire teachings. People that they use and people who use demons to do their, some people use demons to do their ministries. They are not using the Holy Spirit. They use satanic and demonic power to do ministry, to come up with ideas and suggestions and all kinds of theories. Satan, demons are behind it. The scripture says they have doctrines. First Timothy chapter 4, verse number 1 to 5. Now the Holy Spirit speaks expressly that in the last days, some people shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of demons. In the continuation of this teaching, I will come back and also teach you classifications and rankings or types of demons. Because one day Jesus cast a demon out. His disciples went to him in Luke chapter 9 and they asked him, why couldn't we cut this one out? He said, this kind, that means that there are many kinds. We will look at them. But the Bible says they have doctrines. And as we can see in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 to 5, the Holy Spirit speaks expressly, clearly, that in the last days, some people shall depart from the faith. That's why when you are a believer, you must stand properly in the faith and stay under the right minister and follow the word of God. Otherwise, the Bible says some will depart from the faith and give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines taught by demons they will speak lies in hypocrisy they will have their conscience seared with hot iron when you follow doctrines of evil spirits very soon you lose your conscience and begin to project what must not be projected and honor what must not be honored and propagate laws that must not be passed satanic ideas and ideologies seared with hot iron they forbid people to marry and commanding to abstain from certain foods, which God had created to be received with thanksgiving of those who believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. We are told there are doctrines of demons. So they project doctrines that are totally outside the word of God. Totally outside the context of God's word. Satanic ideas, commanding things to be done which are not in the name of God. And may the Holy Spirit help us to discern Holy Spirit-inspired doctrine from Satanic-inspired doctrines. Satanic-inspired doctrines always fight the true word of God. And they pass it on as if they are enlightened and know better than God. And all kinds of demonic worship and rituals that passes off sometimes as tradition and custom when the thing is demonic may the holy spirit open our eyes in jesus name Amen. number four they cause diseases and affliction demons cause diseases and affliction they cause diseases and affliction sin and sicknesses came into the world after the fall of man after man sinned in the garden all these came into the world 
But as we study scripture, we also see that Satan champions, demons, are the ones behind a lot of diseases and afflictions. Afflictions are trials, challenges, all forms of depression, all forms of retrogression, backwardness, lack of development, lack of insight. All these things, these are all forms of affliction, pain, and suffering. Demons cause that, and they cause diseases as well. Mark chapter 9, verse 25 to 26. When Jesus saw that the people came running, the background to this was that the Bible said Jesus had gone to the mount to pray with Peter, James, and John. And it was on that mount that he was transfigured. But the Bible said that he left the nine apostles at the base of the mountain. And a man brought his son who was suffering some convulsions and had some fits. And he said that he brought his son for the disciples to cast the demon out of him. And they could not for the number of time or days that Jesus was up the mountain. And when Jesus came back down from the mountain, he saw a large crowd had gathered. And people were questioning his disciples. And this man then said to Jesus that I brought my son for your disciples to cast the demon out. And they have not been able to do so. And the Bible says, in verse 25, and when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying to him, have you seen what I taught you earlier on? He rebuked by saying the following, you dumb and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter no more into him. The boy had been born deaf and dumb from birth. And here he was, and also sometimes he falls down and, and had fits, etc. Jesus comes in and the Bible said, he says, I command you deaf and dumb spirit. That means that the deafness of the boy and the dumbness of the boy was not just a medical condition. It is a spirit that is behind it. And when that demon was cast out, the boy spoke. Look at the scripture. And the Bible says that, and the spirit cried and tore the boy. And came out of him, and he was like one who was dead, in so much that many said that he was dead. He lay there and wasn't moving. Sometimes the manifestations, people fall. There are some that are backed by satanic power. But I want you to know that in the word of God, there is such a place where demons are cast out. There is manifestations of their presence in someone and they may fall and they may manifest many things. And sometimes the individual may appear dead or lying down there for a while. It's not all satanic. It is also the power of God present to deliver in that way. We mustn't be, be giving credit to the devil just because we see things that we can't explain. There is explanation in the word of God. And I pray in Jesus' name, the Lord give you understanding. Demons cause disease and affliction. The deafness and the dumbness of the boy was being caused by a demon. And Jesus cast it out. And throughout the scripture, you see a pattern where many people who were sick and were brought to Jesus, he first cast the demons out and they were healed. Cast the demons out and they were healed. May the Lord empower you to cast that demon out in the name of Jesus. We thank God for doctors and we thank God for scientists and we love them for their research and their understanding and everything. But we are also people of faith. 
that there are things that are beyond doctors, we back it also with prayer. We don't tell people in our church not to go to hospital. But when you go and they find out what it is, we back it with prayer and we deal with what is behind spiritually until there is a manifestation. We all know that doctors medicate, but it is God who cures. Luke chapter 13 and the verse number 10 to 13 and verse 16. And the Bible says, and Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath day. Luke 13, verse 10 to 13, and then we will look at verse 16. I believe you have been blessed by this teaching. He was teaching in one of the synagogues. See, Jesus is a teacher. You need to love teaching services. Jesus have teaching service. He was teaching in one of the synagogues, and behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity infirmity an illness a disease so we have royal infirmary where diseases are treated infirmary it's an old word for hospital there was a man a woman who had a spirit of infirmity a spirit of illness and disease for 18 years and she was bowed together and could not lift herself up she was bowed together. That's how she walked. Like a coil. She's suffering from a very serious scoliosis. Curvature of the spine. It's just turned that way. And she's been like that for 18 years. And she comes to church like that. Bent over. What I'm doing is not enough to demonstrate. but Totally coiled over. Sometimes they may have to carry her to church. To the synagogue. She could not even lift herself up. Verse 12. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to himself and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from this infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. May you be a Christian full of the Holy Spirit that you will lay hands on the sick and demons causing the affliction will depart from them and they will give glory to God. It is your place, your mandate and your duty as a believer. It is the reason why the Spirit of God is in you. May we move beyond tongue speaking to exercise the others. The Bible says these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they will cast demons out. And one of the signs was that in my name they shall speak with new tongues. So if we speak with tongues, we must cast demons out. Amen. And the Bible said, you are loosed from this infirmity. And she stood straight. And then Jesus gave us a revelation as to what is going on. Because some of the people were concerned that he has healed on the Sabbath day. The woman has been coming to church all this while. All these religious Pharisees and chief priests, they have not been able to deal with the matter. Jesus comes in and solves the problem and they are fighting him. And the Bible said, he said to them in verse 16, his answer was that, ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound all these 18 years, shouldn't she be loosed from the bondage that she is in. She must be loosed. Jesus said it was Satan who has bound her. So what Jesus did was to cast the demon. The spirit that is causing the development. The situation. And when he cast it out. The woman stood straight. This demon has been in this woman. And had been responsible for her disease. For 18 years. 
tonight I speak by divine authority that whatever affliction you are going through, which are being caused by demons, in the name of Jesus, through this medium, I address them and command them out of your body. And I declare freedom. To your bodies, freedom to your homes, freedom to your marriages, everything that demons have been attacking, I stand as God's servant. And in the name of Jesus, and by the unfailing integrity of the word of God you are hearing tonight, I bind demons and I command them out. Amen. And I speak freedom and liberty to your lives right now. In Jesus' name, every demon sitting on that application and sitting on that breakthrough that must come. Demons that have been assigned to frustrate you. In Jesus' name, we dislodge them tonight. And we command freedom and liberty. In Jesus' name, shout amen. amen. Now the Bible says that they cause diseases and afflictions. The next thing that we need to understand is that they are very strong. They are very strong. They carry extra human power. You know, in ministry, we've seen that sometimes we, we had a situation where we're casting demons out in church. Somebody just manifested. Six strong men in the church. Men that I believe that if I'm being attacked, they will stand in for me. This slim lady was able to throw them all down. She's carrying power that was different. Strong. She was very, very strong. She exhibited a certain strength that is beyond human understanding. That is demon power. It took some time before this thing left her. And she lay there for a while. And when she got up, you look at this girl. That at, at least one of the men could have just beaten her and tore her to pieces. But here, she, six men, she threw all of them down. They tried again. She threw, and she was just wild. That's demon power. Look at the scripture. Acts chapter 19. Verse 15 to 16. Some guys heard that Paul had been casting demons out. And they too, without any relationship with the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ, they just thought that because Paul says in Jesus' name, come out, they too, they located a home where a man was possessed with evil spirits. And they decided to also cast the demon out. Maybe... To make a name for themselves. Or they, they decided because somebody's doing it. They, they are going to start church. And the Bible says. And the evil spirit answered. And said to them. Verse 15. Jesus I know. And Paul I know. But who are you? And the man in whom the, holy, the evil spirit was. Leaped on them. Overcame them. Prevailed against them. So they fled out of that house. Naked and wounded seven men did this they went to a house one man was there full of a demon and when they tried it that one man beat seven men and they fled it tells you they are strong that man when if he was not possessed by demons these seven men would have beaten him and overcome him but here he was full of demons he could do that the bible tells us in mark chapter 5 that there was a man Possessed with demons. And nobody could bind him. So he was in the tombs. Because if they bind him with chains, he just tears them off. Demon power. So they have some strength. But it takes the name of Jesus to bring them down. They submit to the name of Jesus. So the, Acts, the Mark chapter 5 was a reference I made. The, the demon of Gadarene. 
And the Bible says Jesus met that man and he cast the demons out. And they were two, more than 2,000. They cast them into pigs and they all went into the sea. Now that is not a reason for you not to eat pork. Those, those, those demons that went into those pigs, the Bible says the pigs, they died in the sea. They are dead in the sea. If you use that as a basis not to eat pork, then don't eat fish. Because after they died in the sea, the fishes would have, would have eaten them. And their descendants are the fishes you like. Ladies and gentlemen, be a believer, check the scriptures, and enjoy that which God has made possible for you. Unless it is health reason, then we will understand. But don't bring spirituality into the matter. In Jesus' name. Hey! Okay. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So it's a commandment by Jesus Christ that we should cast these demons out. Let's follow Jesus as he dealt with it. And I'll bring this message to a pause today. And then we'll continue another time. But let's follow Jesus. It's a command he gave to us. We have seen at least some few characteristics of demons. But let's follow Jesus now. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. Jesus was the one who told us something exists called demons. And he cast them out. And he told us when we go to preach, we should cast them out. That means they are the first thing that will stand in the way of any work of God. In any ministry, in any church, in the development of any agenda of God. Jesus said, cast them out. So let's follow Jesus because he's our example. Mark, Matthew chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases among the people. Verse 24. And his fame went throughout all Syria and they brought to him all those that were sick who had been taken with diverse diseases, diseases and torments. And those who were possessed with demons. Is that in your Bible? And those who were lunatic. Mad. And those that had paralysis. And he healed them all. Hallelujah. They brought those that were possessed with demons. He healed them all. He cast the demons out. And they were healed. Jesus cast demons out. If you are a follower of Jesus. You must be sensitive in the spirit. And cast demons out. In Jesus name. We must cast demons out. Hallelujah. And he healed all manner of sicknesses. Matthew chapter 8 verse 16. And when the evening came. Matthew eight sixteen, When evening came. They brought to him many that were possessed with demons. Many people are possessed with demons. They were brought to Jesus. And he cast out the spirits. Oh my God, I wish you are looking into your Bible. He cast out the spirits because they are spirits. Demons are spirits. They are disembodied spirits, beings. They exist. They are real. And Jesus cast them out with his word and healed all that were sick. So you see, the demons were behind the sicknesses and he dealt with the foundation of the problem. Cast the demons out and the sickness will leave. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Jesus did this. 
Matthew 10, 5 to 8. We are following Jesus. Matthew 10, 5 to 8. In training his disciples, the Bible says, Then Jesus called the twelve, and he sent them out, and commanded them, saying, Don't go into the way of the Gentiles, and into any of the city of the Samaritans, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. In other words, go and preach to only Jews for this very aspect of their training. Of their training. It doesn't mean that the gospel must be preached to only Jews. It is only for this purpose. Jesus trains and then he sends them to have a practical hands-on experience. And then they come back, they report, and then he sends them again. It was an on-the-job training. And that's what he was doing with them. So on this occasion, he sent them to go out. And this time he specifically instructed them, don't go to Samaria. Don't go to any of the Gentiles. I just want you to go and preach to holy Jews this time. And as you go, preach and say, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse 8. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. This is the fullness when the gospel is preached. Cast out demons. They stand in the way. They must be cast out. They don't understand diplomatic language. We are not supposed to negotiate with them. We are to command them to get out of the way. Because we are coming with divine authority. We are coming with kingdom mandate. We are coming, to, we are coming with authority that Christ has secured for us when he rose from the dead. And said all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore based on this authority cast out demons. In Jesus name. May the demons in your family, may you have what it takes to cast them out. In the mighty name of Jesus. Demons in your community, cast them out. Demons that inspire people not to believe the gospel, cast those demons out and preach the gospel. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse, chapter 4 verse 3 to 4. It says that if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them who are lost. In whom the God of this world, Satan, had blinded their eyes that they will not see the light of the gospel. We start evangelism in the realm of prayer. We start off evangelism by dealing with the powers of darkness that causes people not to believe. Demons work in such a way that they sow seeds of unbelief in the hearts of people. When we bind and cast them out, the community will be in a position to hear the gospel. Cast demons out. Preach the gospel in Jesus' name. And the Bible says, Jesus said to them, raise the dead, cast out demons, freely you have received, freely give. Matthew chapter 12 again, verse 24 to 29. Again, we're following Jesus. And when the Pharisees heard it, they said, this fellow cast out demons by Beelzebub, the prince of demons. Jesus cast demons out. People were surprised. People were blessed. And his usual enemies said that he's using Satan's power to cast demons out. This is what led to the statement Jesus made. That all manner of sin against the Father and the Son will be forgiven. But the sin against the Holy Ghost will never be forgiven. That sin against the Holy Ghost is attributing a work of God to Satan. That constitutes that sin. And so the Bible says when the Pharisees said it. They said Jesus is casting demons out by using the power of Satan. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be brought to desolation. And every city or house that is divided against itself cannot stand. 
And if Satan cast out Satan, if I'm using Satan's power to cast Satan's out, then he's divided against himself. How shall his kingdom stand? And if I, by Beelzebub, cast out demons, then by whom do your children also cast them out? That suggests that the Pharisees, the Jews, were also casting demons out already. So Jesus was saying to them, then by what authority does your children also cast them out? Then he goes on to say, therefore be your judges. You therefore be your judges. Verse 28. But if I cast out demons by the spirit of God, it takes the spirit of God to cast demons out. If I cast out demons, that tells you Jesus cast out demons. If I cast out demons by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come into you. One of the signs of the manifestation of the kingdom is that the believer that is carrying the presence of the kingdom must cast demons out. Jesus said, if I cast out demons, it's a sign that the kingdom of God has come to you. May you manifest kingdom authority wherever you are located in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. May you be the reason why demons stop meeting on your street and in your community. May agents of darkness that meet at night to plan evil for the community and the nation, may they stop because you start praying. Because you bind them before you sleep and you wake up and bind them as well. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Then he says, how can someone enter a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man, then he will spoil his house. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's look at Mark chapter 1. I'll give you two more scriptures and then we will pause for tonight in Jesus' name. I just want us to see Jesus did these things. And you need to support with a lot of scripture that gives you encouragement to know this happened. Jesus said it. He himself did it. And it is all right and proper to cast demons out. Mark chapter 1 verse 30 35. The Bible says, but Simon Peter's wife, his mother, Simon Peter's wife's mother lay sick of a fever. She was having fever. She's displaying symptoms, but it's not COVID-19. <laughs> and immediately they told Jesus about her. And Jesus came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. And immediately the fever left her. Jesus touched her. The fever responded. Amen. May you be anointed Amen. in Jesus' name. The fever left her. And she ministered to them. Verse 32. And in the evening, when the sun had set, they brought to him all those that were sick and those that were possessed with demons. Every time they bring people who are possessed with demons, you can tell by their behavior, their actions, their response to certain things, things that don't make sense. Possessed with demons. And the Bible says they brought all such people who were diseased, who were sick, and who were possessed with demons. And all the city gathered at the door of Peter's house. And he healed many of many diseases. And he cast out many demons. I love that one. He cast out many demons and did not allow the demons to speak. You see, I told you they speak. He didn't allow them to speak because they could recognize him. And in the morning... Rising up a great while before day, he went out, departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. Jesus cast out spirits, demons, in Jesus' name. Mark 1, 38. Remember, when he went to pray, after prayer, he, went, he came back again, preaching the gospel. And in the verse 38 of the same chapter, he said to them, let us go to the next towns, 
that I will preach there also, for there, that is the reason why I came. Verse 39, and he preached in their synagogues throughout Galilee and cast out demons. Anytime Jesus preached, he healed the sick, he cast demons out. I want you to be a follower of Jesus and understand that everything that is not working right, we can bind the demons behind it. At the end of the day, even if there's no demon behind it, you haven't lost anything. You have edified yourself. But when we become too academic, too intellectual, try to subject the ways of God to human reasoning and logic, then the devil will outwit us and eat us for lunch. But if we cast demons out and there's no demon behind it, we have still edified ourselves. And if we cast out and there's a demon behind it, we have dealt with the matter. Both ways, you don't lose. In Jesus' name. So let that become your practice. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So the apostles did the same thing. We'll continue this next week. But just for us to see, at least the lessons we have led tonight, is that demons are real. And that Jesus asks us to cast them out. And then we follow him in the scriptures. And we see that anytime he's faced with a situation, he cast the demons out, heal the sick, and the whole place get blessed. In fact, in Acts chapter 7, I think, the Bible says that when Philip got to Samaria, the Bible says, and he cast demons out, and the whole city rejoiced. When deliverance came, there was joy in that city because demons had been cast out. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the next time I come and I'll be teaching you about how to cast demons out. Time will fail us tonight to do so. But how to cast demons out, we'll be able to exercise our place in God. But it's very simple as we read the word of God. Jesus cast them out by his word. Have the word of God. Know what the promise of God has said. He said we have power over demons. The Bible says, and he gave them authority over demons. And we have the Holy Spirit in us. When we bind, it shall be bound. When you loose, it shall be loose. You stop their work and they will obey you because they recognize the authority you carry. The only tragedy is that many Christians don't recognize that they carry divine authority. I came to make you aware tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. When you lift your voice in prayer and you look at what is going on in your community, in your nation, in your family, in your own life, you can address whatever demon that is behind it and you command them out of the way in the name of Jesus. Demons supervise cases. You dislodge them from their place when you you speak they will recognize they will understand you don't need to think about it the word of God says so and we when we act by faith you don't see them but they hear you you are dealing in a case of warfare with an enemy you don't see the Bible says in 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 and the verse number three that though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh but the weapons of our warfare they are not physical but they are mighty in God to pull down strongholds if you are to pull down things that means they belong to the enemy in that warfare you pull down strongholds you cast down imaginations satanic ideas satanic suggestions demonic controlling powers that are controlling mindsets you cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6 and the verse number 10 to 17, it says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you'll be able to withstand in the evil day. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual hosts 
of wickedness. They host wickedness. I believe COVID-19 is one of the wickedness they host. And you cast them out, it shall be so. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That is like wrestling. You don't think you have won immediately. You do it and come back and reinforce. You see every weapon in God, the name of Jesus, the word of God, and the blood of Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit. These are the weapons of our warfare. And I pray in the name of Jesus, the Holy Ghost fill you tonight empower you tonight may your eyes be open in the name of Jesus may you discern what is going on around you and may it be when you lift your voice to pray may you carry what it takes in the name of Jesus this sign shall follow them that believe in the name of Jesus you cast out demons demons causing confusion in the marriage demons causing misunderstanding that the language of a man is misinterpreted and the enemy takes it and pass a different one to the wife and they don't get it and they start fighting tonight in Jesus name I dismiss that demon from your home now and from your territory in the name of Jesus 